every kid has a powerful story and uh, we all go through tough times. But, you know, the thing I told him, I said, think about how impactful that story is going to be for all the kids who are waiting to be adopted out there. It's going to give them hope to know that, you know, one day you will find your family in that time. But it just goes to show the power that this show can have, giving kids a voice and a platform to, to share their powerful story. Welcome back to Chat with Leaders, where we amplify the voices of leaders who use business and influence as a force for good. We believe that it's their example that will have a tremendous impact on our next generation of servant leaders who will carry us forward into our bright, sustainable future. Today, I'm chatting with Stan Tucker, author of Stan the Man, founder of Leap for Literacy, and the host of the children's program, The Very Airy Library, which is wrapping up an incredible first season on YouTube on a mission to spread kindness, literacy, and generational impact. Stan has been an incredible inspiration in my life as a social entrepreneur, as a nonprofit leader. I wanted to bring him on to talk about his mission and the purpose that ultimately fuels his why, his story behind starting Leap for Literacy and getting some huge breaks like appearing on The Ellen Show and getting gifted a bus by Zach Brown through a serendipitous encounter, and also the adversity that he's faced along the way and how he teaches kids about the importance of persistence and overcoming these challenges in life and how important that is to create generational impact amid these crazy times that we live in. We talk about his greatest hope for his production, The Very Airy Library, and the impact that it's already had on the community and the impact that it will continue to have. He also shares some encouragement for other aspiring nonprofit entrepreneurs or social entrepreneurs to pursue their dreams for making this world a better place through their influence and their business as a force for good. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Stan as much as I did. Stan, what do you wish that everybody understood about your mission and the purpose that ultimately fuels your why? Yeah, uh, I wish everybody knew our purpose and our purpose is to inspire kindness and change stories. And our mission is to uh, create educational experiences that, that enrich the lives of students. And it's so important that we understand how uh, an act of kindness can change someone's story in the sense of changing their life, making them feel like they're seen and their value and their love. Also with our program, One Act of Kindness, our few acts of kindness can earn them a book or an experience. And so our goal is just to create that that sense of how important kindness is and, and the way it can change uh, a story. You're so inspiring, Stan. I mean, from the moment I met you, I just really fell in love with what you were doing to couple acts of kindness as a currency with a teaching and a love for literacy. And on this show, we really believe that it's all about generational impact. It really drives our why in terms of bringing leaders on like you to impart their wisdom uh, through their experiences and their stories. So I absolutely love your mission. And for those that don't know you like I do, when did you officially launch Leap for Literacy? And could you share with our listeners who or what ultimately encouraged you along the way to start that entrepreneurial journey as a nonprofit leader? Yeah, great question. Uh, so uh, we're coming up on seven years. Our birth, August 31st, 2015, is when we incorporated Leap for Literacy. And uh, it's been a, a journey. Uh, it's been a, a windy road. Anybody in the entrepreneur space just knows uh, the, the hardships and the, the wins and more hardships. And uh, the thing that, that keeps me going, that keeps me driving is our, um, our focus. And that's the kids. And 
uh, as you talked about with the kids being our future, that's what drives me because I know that our future is in our kids' hands. And knowing that, but also when I'm going out and I'm visiting these schools, just the love that they show me and the impact that they're saying it's making on their lives. Just on Tuesday, a couple of days ago, I went to a school and they were wrapping up their writing program and I was walking out of the school and this third grade class, they all wrote me these letters about how that program had made uh, such an impact on their life. And they were just so grateful and thankful. And I've never received that, especially from a nine-year-old. And it was just so humbling. And just to know that you are really making an impact. So the kids are the driving force, but also my family and friends who uh, are behind me, who support me through this process, because it's, like I said, it hasn't been an easy road, but uh, finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, we're finally getting the wheels on the bus rolling, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, and I really encourage anyone to go on your website to see your story and a lot of things that led you to starting and getting to where you're at today. It's truly inspiring. We'll include that link in the show notes. And thinking about what you started with, the read and roll bus, and being able to go to these Title I schools to bring your program to life you really had to pivot amid the pandemic, which I know was hard with school shutting down and not being able to go in and serve people in the way that you traditionally did. Uh, so you've had to pivot quite a bit. And it encourages me to see your level of perseverance, your positive attitude, your smile in the midst of adversity. I know you know trials make us stronger. It's hard to acknowledge that when we're in it. And I know that you're a great man of faith, uh, which is what drives you ultimately through these tough times. So I wanted to encourage others to really see your example and affirm you in that way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. When we talk about perseverance, you know, that's, uh, that's one of the things that I feel as an entrepreneur, you have to have that, you know, because. Uh, it's not easy, you know, and I feel like that's why so many new businesses and uh, nonprofits, you know, any, any business type, they don't make it because you have to persevere through the challenges and everybody's just not built for it. But if you do persevere, you know, I, I believe you'll reach your, your goal. So uh, you're a testimony of that. <laughs> so I want to come back in a moment to a little bit about your business journey. But I know that you teach a lot of these students these lessons of overcoming significant setbacks. I think about all the Gen Z generation that's coming into the workforce today and everything that they're going through and that they have been through, such as 9-11, social unrest, multiple recessions, social yeah. media identity <laughs> crisis, racial injustice, pandemics, elevated political division. I mean, my gosh, yeah. the list goes on. So much heavy on their lives that they've been through. So when you talk to kids about overcoming setbacks, trials, these types of conditions while staying positive, what is the overarching message that you share in terms of how to get out of slumps and ruts, drawing on your own personal story? Yeah, that question makes me reflect back on the day I took out the bookmobile on her maiden voyage. And the bookmobile is called the Read and Roll and uh, that date was February 15, 2019. And the school down in Noonan, Georgia, asked me to be their Black history speaker for that year. And I said, what better time to be the speaker and also unveil the bookmobile? And that morning, I read one of my favorite 
uh, story is called We Shall Overcome, and it talks about the persistence and perseverance of African Americans over the years and how they worked and they knew change was going to come. And if they stayed with the faith and, and kept one foot in front of the other, they knew that a change was going to come. And so that was kind of the start of my journey of, of telling kids about perseverance. And also in my own life of just, you're going to have those pitfalls. You're going to have those, those hard times that make you want to give up. But you, you surround yourself with um, people that care about you, that believe in you. They're going to uplift you. And also, too, don't be scared to uh, let people know what's going on. You know, a lot of times, I think, as a society, or sometimes we keep everything bottled up, right? We, we don't want to bother some people or we think that what we're going through, uh, no one wants to hear it. But uh, it's important that we let people know the, the trials that we're going through because uh, nine times out of 10, people want to help you and they will help you. And uh, so that's what I, I teach kids is that when you need a helping hand, you know, reach out, ask someone, ask a parent, ask a friend, share your story. And then also you never know um, when you do that, uh, the person that you share that with, they could have went through the same thing or potentially going through that same thing and you guys can, can get through it together. But that's been my big thing is just telling my story. You know, a lot of times, you know, they, people say you shouldn't share things with, with other people, especially when it comes to business and things like that. But I take a different approach. You know, I, I share my passions. I put it out there because you never know um, what ears that may fall on and how they can help you to get to, to that dream. Of what you want. Amen and amen. All of that is just so important. And another huge reason why I've really loved this journey of podcasting and helping great leaders like you share their stories with vulnerability and openness so you can meet people where they're at today and truly empower the next generation to not internalize these issues. Progress comes from leaning in to those uncomfortable conversations and the willingness to ask for help. Uh, knowing that you're not alone is, is huge in that. So thank you for going there. Um, I did want to go back to your journey now. So 2019 is your maiden voyage with the Read and Roll. When did you start to feel this momentum in your business and that you were really on to something when did you kind of understand that your proof of concept was validated? Yeah, yeah, great, great question. Um, it was probably February 15th, 2019, when I took the bookmobile out for the first time and just seeing the joy on the kids' faces of, of getting the books, getting on this, this awesome bookmobile. I, I knew then I'm like, okay, this, is, this works. Because a lot of times we have these proof of concepts in our head and we believe it in our hearts, but sometimes it may not go exactly how you planned it. And that day, everything went better than I could ever imagine. And it went. And uh, at that moment, I said, I think I'm on to something. But fast forward uh, to October 7th, 2019, I was featured on The Ellen Show and I uh, really helped uh, me, uh, just to give our, um, our company that, that validation because a lot of times when you have people that, uh, could potentially support your companies that could support you, they want to know who's helped, you know? And so, uh, that really, like I said, helped put us on the map. And, uh, whenever you, you say the name Ellen, you know, people's eyes open up and now they're, they're listening. But even before that, I, I believe that God puts us uh, where we need to be at the right time. And uh, when I was just starting off Leap to Literacy, I was doing it in the mornings. I would go to the schools and give out books and tell the importance of kindness and all that good stuff. And in the evening, I was working a serving job. 
and uh, just flexibility in the hours. And, and so one evening I, I met uh, Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band and uh, we began to talk. I was not his server, but I was at his table a few times delivering food and, and whatnot. And so we began to talk and um, he asked me what I did. And I told him my background in education as a teacher and I started this new initiative to get books in the hands of kids. And he was like, man, that's, that's awesome. He said, um, starting this camp in, in Fayetteville and love for you to potentially help us out. And uh, I would love to help you out potentially one day. And so uh, just getting that, that response from him saying that he, he believed in what I was doing and he wanted to help me out. That kind of too also was that, that initial like starting that, all right, I think I got something because people don't just say things for no reason a lot of time. Don't blow smoke. And so for him to, to say that that was valuable what I was doing it really, it really let me know I could be on to something. And then uh, a couple years later, really February 15, 2019 was all because of Zach. Zach uh, gave me that bookmobile. Uh, it was his old limo bus. And at the time he had quite a few businesses and one of his business was a woodworking shop and a custom shop. And so they um, gutted out that limo bus, built custom shelves for me to put the books on and uh, he donated uh, I think it was like $10,000 or so to, to stock the bus up full of books. And uh, that moment, yeah, I was just like, okay, I have something. Boy, you're so right that God puts you in the right place at the right time. I mean, the fact that you weren't Zach Brown's server, but you had the opportunity to touch his table have that encounter and be recognized by him for good reason that I certainly know that you had something special to offer the world. You're right. You know, people don't go out of their way like he did for no reason at all. So call it divine providence that you were met with that moment. You know, Zach Brown has plenty of opportunities to provide these gifts of generosity to others, but he chose you, Stan Tucker. And then getting on The Ellen Show and having the media exposure, financial support, that was all huge. So amidst all these trials, you've had some amazing opportunities going back to this message of perseverance. You have to keep pushing forward with a heart for serving others because you never know what opportunity is around the corner and what people are going to come into your midst. So, so now you've pivoted. Okay. I, I personally believe that you're going to be the next Mr. Rogers, if not exceed his legacy in the long run, you're really on to something you're on set now in the very airy library, which is a wonderful children's program on YouTube that you've started. We'll post the link in the show notes for everybody. How would you describe the Very Airy Library to our audience and the impetus of starting this production? Yeah, so I would describe it as a magical place full of stories and inspiration. This, this show was, was really uh, inspired through, um, through the pandemic. Um, at the time, you know, we talked about how we had to pivot um, our programs, not being able to get in schools and that was a big thing for me and everything was going virtual. And so um, we came up with an idea of uh, creating a show and being able to, uh, if we ever um, had a, uh, another situation uh, like the pandemic and we weren't able to, to get in front of a kid in person, we have this show to represent uh, what we're trying to do is in inspire stories. And uh, so we, we started building the set uh, back in Man, I think it was around January of 2021, or yeah, around that time, and um, we developed the, the concept of the show, and uh, we're off to a good start. We 
we're about to wrap up season one. And uh, it's just been a really um, awesome just learning experience and uh, just very inspiring. We've heard some very inspiring stories. So the really cool thing that we're, we're tying into the show is, like I said, it's a magical place about stories and, and we're inspiring people to come on, actually kids to come on and share their stories. And the cool thing is, is that um, the content that you see on the show, we're cultivating that content through our writing program and the content is led by the kids. And so uh, one of the most inspirational stories that we've had on was a young girl who was born profoundly deaf. And her book was called Sounds I Hear With My Magic Ears. And it talks about when she puts on her, her cochlear implants, how she can, um, can hear. And just very, very just humbling story just to see the lens of, through the lens of someone uh, that has a disability. But um, knowing that everyone, it's also showing that everybody has a story that needs to be told. And, and we're very excited just to, to feature more um, students on, on the show that have written stories to hopefully inspire the next generation of, of storytellers. Uh, just this morning, I had the opportunity of um, showing a young man his book for the first time. It was his book birthday and uh, just such a, a inspiring story. I've been shook ever since he told me why he wrote this book. And it's called Seedless, The Life of a Jar of Jelly. And I just thought it was a book about being in the produce department, waiting on a, a family to come and um, get you for the use of a, a butter and jelly sandwich, right? So the way he describes it is that the life of a jar of jelly can be boring and cold and, you know, lonely until you know you're needed until that family that needs you comes and finds you so there's a family that comes in and they're going on a picnic and they need peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and so they come and pick him and they take him home and they use him and, and now he finally finds he has a home and so I asked this young man I said why did you write that story what was the inspiration and he said I was adopted and that story was inspired by adoption and so man I just stopped I'm like think about that for a moment, in a sense of putting his him in the in the sense of that jar of jelly, waiting to complete a family, waiting for someone to come and, and complete um, that unit, you know, and how lonely that can be, and how frustrating it can be, and and that just solidified that every kid has a powerful story, and uh, we all go through tough times. But the thing I told him, I said. Think about how impactful that story is going to be for all the kids who are waiting to be adopted out there. It's going to give them hope to know that, you know, one day you will find your family in that time. But it just goes to show the power that um, this show can have, um, giving kids a voice and a platform to, to share their powerful story. All right. So I'm going to predict by this time next year, you're going to have like five big name sponsors. It's going to be all over mainstream media and it's going to be impacting millions of lives of young authors and families as well as their future children. I'm just going to sit back and watch and enjoy every moment of you having that type of impact, Stan. Just brilliant the way you're pouring into kids in these ways. And uh, they just light up every time they tell their stories or interact with you. So keep keep up the good work there of giving communities and the stakeholders you serve so much hope. So when you think about this Generation Alpha coming after Gen Z, I've got three kids, three Gen Alphas, and the future generations beyond that what is your greatest hope for the ongoing lasting impact that you're going to have? We'll call it your legacy. I know you're a humble and selfless guy, but how, how do you hope 
that they're going to be empowered through the work that you're doing today alongside your board and everybody involved with Leaper Literacy? Yeah, when I think about it, and, I, and I've done a lot of thinking about the, the legacy that um, I want to leave behind. And one, um, a couple of things come to my mind is showing kids the way we, we live our lives are important. Every uh, decision that you make, right? You know, I always tell kids, you're the author of your, your own story. Even if you never write a book, you're the author of your life. And the experiences that you have in your life dictate your story. And through those experiences, you have control over those. Uh, the things that come out of our mouths, right? The places that we go, uh, the way we treat other people, those were all, and how hard we work certain aspects, those all dictate your story and, and letting them know how important each, each thing that you do in your life, how it can ultimately change your story and the importance of making right decisions. Teaching them that, teaching them the importance of, of kindness, and how literally one act of kindness can, can change the world. I always think about, uh, or change someone's life, I always think about the story of this uh, high school valedictorian. And he was giving his speech at the, at the end of, of or at graduation, and he talks about how he was about to commit suicide. And he was going home, he was going back to the school to empty his locker because he didn't want his parents to have to clean out his locker. And so he's walking back from the school and he drops his books and this football player comes over and helps him out. So I talk, Hey man, you all right? Having a good day, blah, blah, blah. And they develop this friendship. But that one act of kindness, he said, if that guy hadn't stopped and helped him, he would have went through with it. And that act of kindness and him making that friend, that moment stopped that. And so I don't tell the kids that, but that just reminds me of just how, you never know what one little act of kindness can do for someone's life. And then also, too, uh, when you talk about, like, you think about the very library and its impact, I think the, the, lasting, the lasting story that I, that I want people to take from this is that all of our stories are important. And all of our stories need to be heard. And what we're trying to do is, is give uh, young people a platform to share their story because their voice matters. Uh, as we talked about earlier in the show, they are our future. And we have to let them know that it is important to, to share your voice at a young age and it can be heard. And so that's what I hope to, to leave uh, behind is showing people how important it is to make the right choices, how important it is to, to be kind and treat others with kindness, and how important it is to speak your truth, to speak your stories. And so uh, that's the legacy that I, that I hope to leave behind and to inspire the young people to do. Powerful words, Stan. A lot of listeners of this show are current business leaders or aspiring to be so in the for or nonprofit space. But I do want to focus and highlight your example as a nonprofit entrepreneur, social entrepreneur. For those who aspire to be in the same boat of having a significant impact in their community, like you are, of course, in their own unique way, with their own unique mission, how would you encourage them to pursue that journey, knowing that it can be tough? And what's the step that they can take today to get started? Yeah, the first thing, as I told uh, the kids today, earlier this morning, when I uh, gave the kid his book for the first time, he's in sixth grade. And so his entire class was there to see him get his book. And and what I asked the kids, I was telling them about my passion. And I said, raise your hand if, if you have a passion. And most of the kids raised their hands, right? 
Um, everybody has some type of passion. So the first thing you want to figure out, what is it that drives you? What's that thing in your gut, in your heart that you can't stop thinking about or you can't um, live without, right? And when you have that, you find, find that that's what you need to be doing. Second thing, you need to pray about it. Definitely, you know, to me, before I, I, I make a move, I always pray and, and try to be still for a minute and, and see where and get that guidance from. But the biggest thing is, is really knowing when you know you know, right? Knowing exactly what you want to do and your heart won't lie to you. He won't lead you in the wrong direction if you wait on him and you ask him for direction. And once you have that, when you have that, it's you can't fail with a little perseverance. When you know that you're doing what you're, you're called to do, there's no way you can fail. And uh, it's not going to be easy, but you can make it. And all you have to do is just believe in it, work at it, and go out and, and share your story. Because also, two people, you know, they need to know about what you're doing, you know. And so you got to get out there and, uh, and share your heart and your mission that you're trying to, to achieve. And um, uh, that's, to me, that's the, that's the blueprint. That's been my blueprint of just getting out there and, and telling my story. And people understand when it is heart-driven, when it is sent from above or uh, whatever your belief is, people feel that. And so whenever you have that and you tell people about what you're doing, they feel it and they'll get behind you. It may not happen right then because that's been some of my things that early on I tell people all about what I'm doing and they said it was great, but it may have taken them a year or two before they got behind. And everybody's so busy, but just know that no matter what, even if people aren't behind you, you got to keep going because eventually they will get behind you. You keep doing the work, eventually you will get that help and that support. So I think listen to your heart, find out what your purpose is, your mission, and go after it. And if you go after it wholeheartedly, I promise you, you'll achieve your dream. Hmm. Couldn't have summed it up better than that. Go back and listen to that again and again, whether you're a rising entrepreneur or someone wanting to pivot in their career and become one. So we'll be including links of how to get the Very Area Library on YouTube, your website. But if people wanted to support you, Stan, or get in touch, what are the best ways to do so online and start that conversation? Yeah, so we definitely need support. Uh, can't have enough of that. Just today, like I, I referenced a couple of times of having a book birthday, we need support in helping these kids get their books illustrated. We have about uh, 30 books that need sponsorship, so you can sponsor a book. Uh, you can also sponsor uh, our bookmobile. Uh, but you can email me at stan at leapforliteracy.org. You can also visit www.leapforliteracy.org just to see what we're doing, what we're up to. And uh, if you want to follow the Very Airy Library and our, our journeys that we'll go on, please visit theveryairylibrary.com as well. So love to hear from you. We could always use your support, whether it's financial, whether it's using your, your time and your talents, or just giving a shout out, saying, hey, we see the work that you're doing. Because a lot of times, us entrepreneurs, we need to hear that. Sometimes we're down in the trenches and we're, we're, we're working towards that. And sometimes we just need a little pat on the back. So I'm, I'm open to all of that and, and welcome it all. And I appreciate in advance for your support. Well, Stan, Stan the man, my dear friend, such a get to know you. You absolutely inspire me every day. I encourage everyone to find a way to support this because it's such a far reaching and enduring impact when you can teach values and love around kindness, 
and literacy to the next generation. Thanks again for taking the time to be with me and our listeners today. It was such a pleasure. Thanks so much, Jeff, for the opportunity. Well, that wraps up another edition of Chat with Leaders. Thank you for investing your time with us today. If you haven't already, we would be grateful if you shared this episode with a friend and rated it on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts so we can pass down the wisdom from our guests to more aspiring leaders. If you're interested in launching a professional podcast to grow your business, we would love to help. Check out chatwithleaders.com for more information and feel free to reach out by emailing team at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again and go be a leader worth following. Thank you.